Welcome to this week's End of Days Update coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We had such a great time there in Oakland, Iowa. We had two nights there Monday and Tuesday last week. And just before that, we were at London, Kentucky. Uh, great crowds. People so hungry for the coming of the Lord. Exciting. We're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, specifically the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war. Because that happens just after the rapture. And the second coming, you know, sign after sign after sign. Our new book has 70 some odd signs of the coming of the Lord. I love the fact checkers with all the publishers. They're like, okay, this and this and this. And like, oh, wow, this actually, actually happened. I said, absolutely. So many facts concerning how clear it is about the second coming of the Lord. It's amazing. You know, for every one verse there is about the first coming, eight times more about the second coming. So very documented. So if we look at these things that happened around Israel, man, this week, four or five things happened that I'm just like, oh my God, this is a, a really pointing to the Ezekiel 38 war. So let, let's get into what's happened around Israel. And the reason why we get into end time teaching is not an escape theology. It's a see the finish line and hustle theology. I try to say it every week. It's like a football game. I love college football. And when the quarterback's not paying attention to the play clock, it freaks me out. Like uh, things are crucial. They're critical when that play clock's counting down because you have to you have to improvise. You, you're you all in. You don't go, well, I don't feel like being all in. No, you're all in because the clock's running down. So the church has to think like that. I have so many people in the church like ah you don't need to hear about end times one guy goes well joe just get everybody's hopes up if you preach on end times well that's right it's the hope that purifies us even as we're pure so why do we need to look at how close we are so you make changes if you didn't think you were close people just live their life like they normally do but when you realize how close you are it'll make you make some adjustments so let's pick up on what's happened around Israel. Wow. I like what Governor DeSantis said in Florida. He said that West Bank's not occupied territory. It's disputed territory, but it's not disputed territory because Israel got that land back in 1967. So I remember I have said every week for quite a few weeks, that's going to be a huge contention soon along with the Temple Mount. So man, so much is happening with war. Uh, to start even with Russia, let's start with that. Russia fired upon uh, some of the nuclear facilities in the Ukraine. You had the Ukraine firing in places in Crimea. You have so much happening. This is probably the biggest thing that was a shock to me is that in Poland, remember two missiles hit last week and killed some civilians? Well, the, the Polish government said that Russia is amassing equipment and troops on the border there. Now, that's a NATO country, like they're getting ready to invade Poland. That's a huge deal because all these other countries get involved with this. So this is massive. In the middle of that, you have Iran, Israel rebuking Iran for keeping sending uh, drones to Russia. It's the first time Israel's been public about this. And, and, and people have wondered when will Israel kind of say something. But they publicly said, you can't keep selling these drones to, to Russia. Isn't it amazing a, a country the size of Russia is getting missiles and armament from Iran and getting drones from Iran? So crazy. Man, a lot's happening with Iran. Remember how the, the, the protests are growing so much? You had 16,000 people up till now. Looks like they've been imprisoned because of all the protests. You got 10 year old boys that got killed. The thing that's happening though is Iran is pushing the battlefield. They, they fired a hundred some odd missiles into Iraq in the last couple of days. So I Iran is on the move invading, invading and massing, amassing power to go into Iraq. And then you had Turkey this last week, uh, invade northern Syria and invade Iraq. So you got the main players of the Ezekiel 38 war doing exercises of attack, just like Russia's doing with the Ukraine. So the three main players for the Ezekiel 38 war are literally doing war things. 
With that, you have Hezbollah uh, hauling a hundred chemical weapons into Lebanon on the border of Syria and Lebanon. I mean, these are missiles that are equipped with with uh, chemical warheads uh, that are there. Man, it'll be totally intriguing to see what Israel does about that. We talked about last week Iran boasting their their hypersonic missile that uh, will reach Israel in 400 seconds. Along with that, you know, a regular ICBM does an arc, so Israel can shoot it down. This missile does not do an arc. It goes by territory and goes uh, almost 9,000 miles per hour. So uh, what's getting ready to happen is you're watching the play out for the start of the Ezekiel 38 war. It's crazy. That just means the rapture is really soon. I mean, NASA came out today uh, with there's an asteroid that will hit the Earth on March 11th, it looks like. Now, the few weeks ago, they talked about it, and then they backed away from that. But this is one that's 54 uh, uh uh, meters in size and diameter, which is not that big, but it's usually that would burn up coming into the atmosphere, but it's going 61,000 miles per hour. So they said it could easily make it through and hit the earth. So this is probably the first time ever NASA's given you a date and time of an impact. It's so large, it would just destroy a city wherever it hits. So not to freak anybody out, but this is it, man. Jesus is about to come back. It's radical what's going on. You've got earthquakes in Jakarta. I think 170 some odd people were killed. It's horrible. Uh, many, many things that are uh, coming up with the heads of uh, uh, generals in Iran, generals in Israel, talking about what the Bible says the latter days would be. It's pretty wild seeing generals talk about the setup for the Battle of Armageddon, how they all got this thought pattern of the Ezekiel 38 war. And this is what the generals in Israel said. And it's amazing that God intervenes and wipes out 82% of them that are coming against him. So, man, you got the head generals talking about the Ezekiel 38 war, and then you have all these players for the Ezekiel, war, Ezekiel 38 war coming together. Very, very exciting. Jacob's 20,000 sheep a couple weeks ago. The red heifer's getting ready. So all this is playing out right in front of our eyes because the king is about to come back. So we always go to Scripture. What do we look at? Israel made a nation. Jerusalem won back. You had the Hebrew language restored. You had the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You had the fertility of the land of Israel. You had the revival of the Roman Empire. And this is one I forgot to talk about. Emmanuel Macron called for, at the Apex Summit this last week, one world order. Uh, I've been waiting for him to boldly talk about that because the Pope summoned him to come down to uh, Italy to talk about a peace agreement. So, Man, you've got Emmanuel Macron verbalizing the things that are set up for the Antichrist. So you have all those things happening. You have uh, foxes on the Temple Mount, ritual baths around the Temple Mount filling up with water. You had fish show up in the Dead Sea. You had the Dead Sea turned blood red where Sodom and Gomorrah was. It happened on the Day of Atonement. You have the 172 different species of predatory birds start showing up in the land of Israel. That's absolutely remarkable. Why? After the if Ezekiel 38 war, God calls on the fowl of the air to clean the land up. Seven years later, He calls on the fowl of the air to clean the land up at the Battle of Armageddon. So you've got birds in position. <laughs> you've got fish in position. You've got the Temple Mount Institute ready to start having sacrifices. It is amazing. If you saw everything that's already set up, it's like right in our face. Why is that a big deal? Russia rebuilt in Palmyra. That's where the Tower of Babel was. Rebuilt the Baal, the archway for Baal worship. And the Talmud says that's the last sign you'll see right before the coming of the Messiah. So the rabbis are like, man, this is it. This is blatant. 
So all these groups are in position getting ready for it. And you have many more signs. I don't even have time to get into all the signs, but you have men who will be lovers themselves. You have selfie sticks. But then you go from the signs, you go to the heavens. Uh, Genesis said that the, the planets would be for signals for us. The Bible says in Psalms that the heavens declare the glory of God. So you've got blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles a few years ago. Four in a row. NASA calls that a tetrad. When's the last time you had four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles? 1967, when Jerusalem was won back. 1948, when Israel's made a nation. 1492, at the Egypt of Expulsion, when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So you've got these heavenly events uh, declaring things right when Israel's doing certain things. And then you have from that, you have uh, you go from uh, signs to signals. You had those, those planets being signals. And then you had the Bethlehem star. Probably that's my favorite. Gosh, you have Jupiter, a king planet. Regulus, a king planet. Venus. Men are from Mars, women are from Venus, a mother planet. So you have all three of those coming together at the birth of Jesus, and the, the constellation was Virgo. You had uh, Regulus do retrograde motion. looks like it's going backwards, but it's retrograde motion, and it's forming a crown over Jupiter because the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords was born right there in Bethlehem. Wow. All those things, many, many more. When you get into 70-some-odd signs, it could take hours. And I know I go super fast, but my friends, things happened this last week. So what do we do? You help your local church, help your local pastor, be engaged, more involved. This is it. People go, well, you really can't tell when the Lord's coming back. Actually, you can if you can read. All these signs are blatant in our face. We're very, very close. I know people in the past have said, well, I'm going to give you the day and the hour. Uh, I don't have to give you the day and the hour. I can give you the season and you're there right now. But Paul said, you're not in darkness that that day would overtake you as the thief. So according to Paul, you'll even know the day the rapture is going to be. So don't get mad at me, get mad at Paul. And Paul was writing that under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. So the closer we get, the more we'll have an unction in our heart. And my goodness, how amazing to have everything the Bible said you'd see literally unfold right before our eyes. And I'm probably forgetting 30 or 40 things because there were so many. It's event after event after event that point to the return of the king. Wow. The Ancient of Days. Colleen and I, uh, thank you for your support. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks for sending us. We want to get the message out as much as we can all over the world. Jesus, Jesus, your Redeemer, your King, about to return. So honor Him, bless Him, magnify Him, be a voice for Him. It's weird how it doesn't have to be strange, but it can be a warning voice. A voice, a voice of uh, a true justice, that the righteous one, the lily of the valley coming back. Man, have a blessed, awesome week. I can't wait to see what happens with all these asteroids and all that stuff and all the stuff happening with Russia and with uh, Turkey and specifically Iran and with Emmanuel Macron calling for one world order. We're ready. Have a blessed week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week. One love to